keep rolling, rolling, rolling. All right, guys. Wallet gone. We're good. Hell yeah, baby. Guys, welcome back. New episode, Maddie Chimber Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Chimber. You're the listener. Great people. Appreciate you clicking the link. Thank you so much. Every week I say this, but guess what? Every week it's, uh, I have to say it. I mean, I can't come on here and just expect you guys to be showing up. I got to show appreciation. That's a new thing. I'm trying to open up. I'm trying to show gratitude, trying to do positive affirmations. I'm from New England. I'm very closed off, so this is a very new adventure for me. And uh, guess what? I'm grateful for for you guys clicking the link, coming back, doing the things with the fingers because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm uncomfortable when I talk about myself, and that's... uh, I don't know. Is that normal? I feel like it's uh, it's a pretty common thing for most people. Nobody likes to really open up. I think that's why, you know, you associate opening up with trust. That's why, you know, I need to trust you to open up the way women need to trust a guy to open up. Why did you go there so early into the podcast, Matt? You can't be too, you can't do that. You can't just be getting all crotchety on the people right away. But guess what? Um, I'm gonna do that because. This is an exercise for me to just show who my who I am. This is who I am. I think uh, with the internet and with uh, you know uh, profiles, avatars, people don't get to know who you are as a person. Um, you being me and you being you, uh, because I'm hiding behind characters in my videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a good chance for you guys to just see what kind of guy I am. I did try doing um, positive affirmations, and the first line I wrote, you're a bitch. And I closed the laptop because it's about little steps, people. You got to just ease into things. You can't just be barreling ahead writing, I love myself. I love that. I love things, and I love... I can't do that right out the gate. I got to just start and be modest. I got to maybe write next time you're a bitch who is doing good. Maybe I got to start with the insult and then I got to open it and throw the goddamn uh, compliment to myself in there. I mean, I think positive affirmations are good because you got to do it in private. I mean, nobody wants to hear your bullshit. Let's be honest. If you brag, the the natural reaction for the people you're saying it to is going to be just the polar opposite of what you're saying. If you're saying I'm doing really well, I'm going to think you're full of yourself. Uh, So it's good to do that in private. You don't want people to think you're a narcissist, which I saw a TikTok on and I was going to Google it, but I was like, let's wait to Google narcissist. Um, on the podcast because I thought I think I know what it is, but I also don't know what it is. Um, narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men. Me, um, the cause is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. A narcissist, a person, a person. Um, oh wow, what a fuck, what a coincidence! We're talking about this. Um, a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. So. I mean, I'm the polar opposite of that. I look in the mirror and I say, you're ugly. I say negative affirmations every day because I want to keep myself honest and I don't want to go into the world being a narcissist and then get sh- blind, get flanked like it's the Civil War and uh, be caught off guard by somebody being uh, you know, realistic with my expectations. You can't be having that, people. I look in the mirror every day and I go, you're a four. Let's just start start off there. 
you could be better sometimes if the lighting's good, if, uh, you know, if your your hair is in a right length. We all know the perfect length. I think I'm getting there. Forgive my hair being wet right now. I don't like to be that post-shower in public guy, but I'm still home, so I kind of gave myself a little grace period. But, um, you know, we all have our days, but I don't want myself to think that because it can go off the rails pretty quick. I think aging is just... Uh, I'm getting older, and getting older means I have this innate ability to look uglier faster. I mean, when you're getting older, you can look disgusting quicker with less factors around you. Um, Perfect example, I go to a picnic. I'm like, damn, you look good today. I'm being positive. I'm into myself. I see my reflection in a a reflective surface. Maybe it was a car door, whatever the heck I walked by. I was like, you look good. You look swole. And then a gust of wind hit me, and I was like, you're the ugliest person here. You look like you can't handle a subtle breeze, and now you look disgusting. And I think that's uh, that'll keep you humble and and make you rethink what you put on your positive affirmations. But, um, wow, a narcissist, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. What are signs of a narcissistic person? I mean, let's be honest. It's just everybody in Hollywood have an exaggerate. See, this is my problem right here. This, Matt, slow down. When I'm going to talk to myself, I'm going to look here so I don't feel like I'm looking at you people. Uh, Matt, you need to slow down. I don't know what you're doing. You're all, you're alone. You can you don't have to put this out. Just talk slow. You're by yourself. I have this bad habit of just like speed talking like it's a sport. I speed talk the way your mom's speed walk down the street. You're like, just walk. What, what are you doing? Um, have an exaggerated sense of self-importance. Have a sense of entitlement and acquire constant excessive admiration. Wow. I mean, this just sounds like everybody. Um, expect to be recognized as superior even without achieve, without achievements that warrant it. And last but not least, oh, there's more, but we'll just read this one. Exaggerated achievements and talents. I mean, that's a funny person. A narcissist sounds like a humorous person to be around. Uh, I mean, we all know that person. We all have a touch of that. That's what I'm saying. Mental health is so big now. Everybody's like talking about it. it gotta, it's good. I mean, in the 90s, uh, you know, our parents just bit their lip when they're having anxiety attacks because they thought they were just going crazy. Back then, they're like, you know, having a, a full-fledged panic and or anxiety attack. And their first thought was, I belong in the loony bin because that was a thing they said back then. Um Lo and behold, they just needed to stop drinking so much caffeine and chill the F out. But uh, it's good that we talk about mental health. I think it's a good thing, but, you know, I think everybody has a touch of it. It's not so. It's not like a cold, you know what I'm saying? We treat mental health like, a, like health health, meaning like, you know, if you have a cold, you have it. If you don't, you don't. We understand there might be a subtle gradient leading in or leading out, but for the sake of this argument... Uh, you either have it or you don't. And I think mental health, everybody has a touch of it. And it's a very elusive beast that, um, you know, some people, they're like, this is my personality. I'm like, no, that's your personality disorder. We got to get you help. We got to get you legitimate help. I think you see that a lot in Los Angeles where you meet people and they think they have spiritual powers. Lo and behold, those are just symptoms of some underlying microcosm of their brain firing off but I mean at this point how many people I feel like people have 
Like, who doesn't have a mental health issue? Like, where are these people at? Everybody, one of my buddies um, claims, and his girlfriend, she was going to school for psychology at the time, but she's like, yeah, so-and-so doesn't have anything. And I'm like, I can name five right now. It's, it's, I don't know. I wonder if there's any sort of, like, mental, like, disorder that's kind of like a cold, meaning it you, like, it comes and goes. I feel like... I think one, although we know the clinical, more serious version of it is like depression, but I mean, my doctor gave me a good example once because like one time I got, I kept getting like, you ever have just like a month where you're just like constantly getting hurt and you're like, dude, what the F is going on? I had a month, I mean, I'm I'm still leaving this like period of health issues, but like I've strained my hamstring, my shoulder hurt from softball, Went to the doctor. I thought they had kidney stones. They shoved a camera in my penis. I mean, I was just dying, dude. I was literally like, what is happening right now? This can't be real. I get stressed out. My eyeballs falling out of my head. Uh, and I I remember like at the time, whatever one I was going through, I was talking to my doctor. And I was like, dude, I feel like, sh- like I'm not. De-. He's like, are you depressed? Like, I don't know. Th- but like, I don't feel good. He goes, I mean, you can get little bouts of it. He's like, one time I hurt my leg and I couldn't play soccer and I was depressed. And I go, it's a pretty bitch thing to say. But I get what you're saying. I get it. So I think that could be one. Um, I don't know. Are there any others? But anyways, people, I think uh, I think it's good to just, um, you know, check. You got you to gotta do some self-audit, some sort of census in your own body. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think one of my things I was very, be- I was very unappreciative. I don't know. I feel like I quit my job and I'm, and I'm uh, not appreciating, I don't, uh, you know, what, what I have, you know, as far as being able to just like not relax all day, but like uh, I don't have to, cl- I don't have to set an alarm. I don't have to you know, be anywhere necessarily. I do stand up at night, but I really enjoy doing that. I like going out and seeing the people who are there. Like telling jokes is a little anxious, you know, but, um, but then I don't know why I'm like, it's not, you know, when you're working, you're like, this sucks. And then you leave and you're like, I, I know I talked about this last week too, people. I, or like I touched on it, but guess what? This is a podcast for me to just vomit thoughts and stuff. So just, uh, get off my, my back. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I just thought I was like I couldn't really enjoy this. I thought it was going to be more of this like euphoric like summer summer off thing. Remember like when in the when school was out, that like those last couple days, that last day, you're like, "Dude, I don't I'm not there. That's insane. What the fuck is going on? That's crazy." Uh and I I guess I was expecting that in one sh- shape or form. And really, I think I just hit the ground running and I just uh, have yet to really like have a day where I'm like super appreciative of it to the point where I was like arguing why I liked having a job better. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe I just want to, maybe I just need somebody telling me what to do. I need some sort of um, corporate dominatrix situation going on where I can have somebody being like, do this now, you little pig. And I'm just like, oh, oh, and I'm, maybe I like that. Maybe I, uh, Maybe, I don't know. But uh, anyways, that's how I got to the positive affirmation thing. I'm trying to do it. It's just weird to me. I don't know. Like, list all your achievements. List all your talents. List all your, um, how important you are. I mean, I'm literally listing the symptoms of a narcissist. So, like, be a narcissist on paper. 
um, but don't become one in real life. You're like, I don't understand how you see this working, uh, but I see how it would work. So I don't know. Woodwork, not wood. I mean, woodwork, like you get what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. But it's fun, though. I'm trying to I'm feel better. I don't know. I drank all weekend. So sometimes when I drink, I get emotional because I have anxiety and it makes me feel um, weak. And then I uh, have a couple days where I'm just getting real deep. <laughs> Nothing like getting deep and then three days later being fine and being like, why were you so deep earlier in the week? And I'm like, I don't know, because I was drunk three days prior to that. I got after it. Halloween's done, though, people. First off, let's just say it is November 1st. Halloween's over. Uh, if that's your favorite holiday, I good for you. I mean, I'm a fan of it. I'm also not a fan of it. I think uh, we have our fun. But it's like I'm at the age you dress up once, maybe twice. Twice being the limit. If it's a second time, it better be a good reason. I was an emo. Me and my girl were emo, which was very fun. But again, it at some point with your costume, you have to have a, li- I mean, I had a wig. I, you have to have a limit of like how much bullshit you want to deal with all night. I had a wig. It was itchy. Some of you might saw it in my goth video. Uh, it was fun. It was fun to dress up. I can see why people become furries. They, I became this persona. The drunker I got, the more emo lyrics I would shout in people's face and they wouldn't understand it. And uh, But it was fun nonetheless because I felt like I wasn't being responsible for the debauchery that emo character that I created was. So it was very fun. Um, we had a good time, but, you know, I'm done with it. Nobody wants to dress up. If you, I mean, if you went out on Monday, I mean, we had all weekend. I even had a party last week, but I'm like... If you went out on a Monday, I was like looking around. It was like Halloween, and I'm like, why are you people still doing stuff? Like, let's stop. I mean, don't you have work? Shouldn't you be like doing stuff? Shouldn't be, I don't know. But uh, it was fun, though. I, I think uh, when all's said and done, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of over it. I'm starting to get that like end of the year feeling. So that's why maybe I'm being a little pessimistic towards the whole Halloween shit. I mean, one thing I'm happy. I don't know if you got, did you guys see that trend where everybody was retitling the costume label? I mean, I'm not trying to be negative, but that was the most fucking annoying trend on earth. I get it. There's like a costume. You can turn into a meme. You're using real life people. It was just annoying. I mean, they weren't even good. They were just like, everybody was doing it. It was like the Adam Levine thing where it's like, maybe the first two were funny. And then when billions of people did it, it just became old. And, uh... You know, being a guy who follows a lot of comedians because they're my friends, I saw it four billion times to the point where I'm like, do you want to be known for the costume meme thing? Do you want to go viral for the costume meme thing? I don't understand what you're talking about. Let me explain it for the people who might not understand. The costume meme, it was like, you ever see a costume package and on the right side it's a picture of the costume and on the left side it's the title with the description. People were trying to be funny and make these like more specific ones you know it'd be a picture of like a girl and then it's like woke girl in LA comes I mean it's like I don't know I don't know what I would love to see the first one that uh created this meme because in my opinion I mean was it even funny was it good what but like you know I I understand why trends are funny I mean you want to 
you want to feel included. That's uh, that's what trends are. It's feeling included. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I was happy that's over. I hope it's over. I mean, it's too much, Matt. Why are you being a bitch? I don't know because I don't like that. Is this me opening up? Can you open up and be not a positive? This is you know, write in. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. If I'm doing it right, they were like, share your feelings. I'm like. You suck. They're like, no, share your feelings. I'm like, no, what do you want me to share my feelings and t- talk highly of you? I'm going to share my feelings and cry. When I open up, it looks like a cave. And all you hear is echoes of fuck and sh- God damn. screaming. You might hear whimpering somewhere. Um, but yeah, that, that meme was fucking annoying, dude. I can't do it. I just can't. I don't buy into the meme. I've done two memes. I've done two or three, especially with the videos. And even then, you're just like, what are you doing? Be creative. But then I say that, and then it's like, you know, you say be creative, come up with your own shit, and then you look at every company under the fucking sun, and they all just steal shit. Isn't it mind-blowing how much Instagram and Facebook steal? Like, how is this even legal anymore? How can that literally be a thing with companies? Like, I get you can't have a monopoly on things. I'm not even a fan of the game, but I get it. But it's like, isn't it mind-boggling how much Instagram and Facebook, we'll just say Instagram for now, even though Facebook owns Instagram, but how much they just rip off everybody around them and we're just fine with it. Yet if other people do it, it's like a crime. If, If somebody uses a similar melody from a song, it's a crime. But then Instagram can like, blatantly steal Snapchat's whole identity, put it as their story thing. They can steal the whole layout of TikTok and make it their thing. Like, what kind of world are we in where that's possible? I mean, I'm. that's what's tough. I mean, they're at such a high level. When I th- see all that shit, we all see it happening, but we're also looking from the bottom up, meaning it's so far away, I don't even, I don't know, it shouldn't bother me, but it does. And that's how I see trends where I'm like, I mean, I shouldn't care. But And then like even with videos, people fucking steal my videos all day. They're popping off and I'm just sitting here like, why am I this weird creator in the corner who strives to be original? And then you got these people who are fucking psychopaths, narcissists. What's another one? Give me another. Did you mean blank? I need another uh, thing, you know. What's the mental disorder to stealing ideas? Sorry for that. Wow. What's the mental disorder for stealing ideas? Um, kleptomania. Okay, so maybe Instagram some sort of klepto. Not to be confused with nympho, which was huge in the in the early two thousands. Remember when you're growing up and someone's like, "Yo, that chick a nympho." You're like, "We're in high school, no, she's not." Uh, pretty sure kissing someone on the lips, it doesn't make you a nympho, but, uh, thank you for your, 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 your desire to gossip about somebody. Um, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. Halloween's done. I'm sorry. You had fun with the trend. Congratulations. I hope it was funny. You got all the likes, but, uh, it's over. I don't know. I just can't, I just can't do that. I'm ready to just fucking move on. The year's done. We're done. It's coming up. This is like the end of. If the year is like a damn, 
if we look at the year as a day, Thanksgiving is dinner and Christmas is like a dessert slash hang, meaning like that's how the night goes. You know what I'm saying? Like 4th of July is lunch. Thanksgiving is dinner. Christmas is that post-party hang. And then the year's over. Then we start back up. What is, uh, we'll say Easter is breakfast. I mean, that's just how the year feels. Everything is the same. A day is a year because of that. And that's just how it is, people. Uh, summer, I mean, between summer and... What is what would Halloween be though? I don't know. Halloween some party. That was a good. That was a good analogy until I try to explain it more in depth. But sometimes on these podcasts you got to sit in it, people. That's what I'm trying to do with these things. You got to sit in the idea. Uh, it helps me. You know, it helps me try to, you know, wrap my head around ideas and just do stuff. I'm surprised I didn't see many Jeffrey Dahmer costumes though for Halloween, which, um. I don't know, it was pretty big. Maybe they were. I, I, I also wasn't looking out for it. For all I know, I could have just thought it was some nerdy guy dressed up. That's one thing with like, okay, so people steal ideas. And then people, like the Jeffrey Dahmer sketch. Um, then the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, Netflix. It blew my mind because I knew, I've watched many of murder documentaries in the past. I like the documentary over like that re-filmed stuff that they do. Reason being, like, the first episode of the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary was incorrect right off the bat. I watched uh, this, the court testimonial, not testimonials. Uh, I watched the court um, footage of the Jeffrey Dahmer case where the victims were on the stand explaining stuff and going through things. And you can go on, and I want you guys to do this, and then rewatch the first episode of the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, show the Jeffrey Dahmer show sounds like the Merv Griffin show. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer's eating a butthole. Um, he was on the stand and he basically explained that whole first episode because that's his story of how he met Jeffrey Dahmer and how he ended up getting free and running out. But it's like what blows my mind and that's what took me out of finishing that whole series is they were lying right out the gate. I mean, it's fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. He killed and ate people and stored them in his fridge. Why do you have to embellish things? I don't understand. It's already as crazy as you need it. Was some, it was a legality issue where you had to tweak things. So, if like, for example, not to spoil alert this, but like the first episode, they made it seem like the dude that he kidnapped was like a gay dude. They met at a gay bar, all this stuff. And, and um, what else? There were some details that I can't remember per se, but when you watch the court footage, the dude wasn't gay. They met outside. They were just guys drinking beers together. Um, what else? There was like other little nuances where I'm like, why are you doing that? What's the fucking point? Is it again, is it to make your shit seem original? I don't understand why you need to like make it like, what do you think? It's boring. He's literally cutting people up eating them, fingering them. I mean, it's like, what more do you have to tweak? Why do we have to like throw in the, the LGBT shit in there? I mean, it's already, the whole thing was painted around that. But the first episode, you could have just done it normal. I mean, I, I don't know why somebody would have done that. It just seems bizarre. 
it's like all these like no nah, i don't even trust any of these like shows now where they're like trying to say like this is a true story you're like is it i mean what was another thing that was like that i just don't trust anything i don't know it just seemed bizarre and it's just like i'm getting sick of and it's just like a common thing it's so annoying to see how much they idolize the murder and the shit. It's so fucked up. And that's why I like sometimes watching the documentary over these like shows because they don't necessarily like romanticize this fucking terrible person. Like in the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. I mean, he's like the main character. You're going in the, in and out with this dude and developing like uh, some sort of, I don't want to say empathy, but you're just kind of like, they're they're making him like the fucking main character and the victims are these like kind of one-offs like guest stars on each episode you're like that was a human being who literally just got murdered by this psychopath ruined their family and you're now making it seem like he's just this one-off character that helped jeffrey Dahmer bench press in his living room and then he killed him and buried him in his fucking house. it doesn't make any sense to me and that's the shit that pissed me off does that breed more? I mean, that's everybody's theory that, you know, when you ram- romanticize all these fucking psychopaths, it makes other ones be like, well, I can do that, which you hope to God that's not the case. But when I watch the documentary and you start to really hear all the fucking, the, like the true, and they use the footage from the news and all that stuff, you're like, oh, this guy's a fucking piece of shit, which makes me more annoyed when you see the billboards everywhere, like best show and on Netflix. You're like, no, it's not the best show. It's a fucking you you're making this piece of shit seem like a fucking hero. I don't know. If you wanted me to get all white on you guys, I would say cancel that shit. You should cancel that shit. Cancel murder shows that make them seem cool. Get mad at me for saying that. I think it's dumb. I think it does romanticize this person. I think they put them in this like positive light. I think they make the fucking victims seem like lesser than side characters in the overall episodes. Uh, I think it's a stupid thing. And I know it's for people's enjoyment. And you can say, well, there's other murder documentaries. But they're documentaries. They're not embellishing facts. They're not tweaking things to even amplify this fucking weird narrative that is already going on. I mean, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, the first episode was a goddamn lie. Go to the go to the court footage of the guy who escaped and then go watch the first episode and tell me there's it's one for one. It's different. You have a sociopath who's killed like 10 guys and you're like, "We got to we got to tweak the facts a little to make it more exciting." I'm like, "No, you're fucking losers and you need to paint this picture because you, in turn, I don't think give a fuck about the victims. You just want, you find a juicy story and you want to make money off of it. Cancel that shit. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. It's the same way we talk about these fucking mass shooters who are always being glamorized in the fucking thing and then these victims and then you got these goddamn Alec Jones pieces of shit trying to come up with these theories, aka clickbait um, content, so they make money. I mean, it's all generated around money. Isn't that fucked up? You can take a terrible event and have these and people in the entertainment world, and let's we'll lump in, you know, YouTube, but any sort of like content producing world person, person, uh, they see it as a as an opportunity to make money. I mean, that's exactly what stand up is, but at a substantially lesser level of us finding faults with or using bad things either in ourselves to make it funny. I mean, I can see why 
I, I get why people get pissed off at us for how we talk about things, but at least we're doing it just to shed light and be humorous in a club at night. We're not like pumping up. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? That just seems crazy to me. But then again, see now, then you'd have people be like, well, if, if we can't make shows about uh, fucking these awful people in that manner, then you can't do jokes about that shit, at which... I'd argue go fuck yourself because I think one is way different than the other. I mean, one requires uh, a ton of shit and the other is just me uh, rambling my dumb theories, which is very different. I mean, make murder documentaries. I think it's, I mean, it's weird that people like that shit, but uh, at least it's a documentary and you're pulling facts. I mean, I understand these documentaries are all full of shit. Uh, Perfect example. I think I got my rocks off the first time on some sort of murder documentary when it was um, the making of murder. I fucking was obsessed with that. It was a uh, very clickbaity, uh, not clickbaity. It was very, um, you know, dude. I watched like five episodes in a day, like an hour long. I mean, I was obsessed with it. And even that, you can argue, you know, they're showing all the freaking narrative, the, all the footage and this and the other, but it's like how you organize it, I guess, can argue one more person's case or the other, which is even fucked up because, like, look at that shit. I mean, people were, like, picketing to free the guy. Like, imagine the woman and her family, like, the, the woman who was the victim and her family and that, where they're, like, you're almost, like, creating people to be mad at them. And it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, nothing makes sense. And this all stems from that goddamn Instagram shit. It really does. It makes zero sense. How just common sense thing. You're just like, what is going on? It's mind boggling sometimes, but I'll be in Spokane in uh, December. If you guys want to come out and hear the longer version. I'm just kidding. I don't talk about this stuff on stage. I should. I should talk about this shit on stage, but um, I don't know. Sometimes... There's a time and a place for things I want to talk about. And sometimes I find I like being silly with my humor. And sometimes um, I like just doing this shit. I think I like uh, just getting deep in my thoughts. I mean, again, I tried explaining this earlier. I like doing this podcast. I come and sit down. I don't have anything planned. I just like to sit and talk. And uh, I hope this sheds light on who I am as a person and what bugs me. So then maybe when you come see my stand-up, you might... You can see where it came from or, you know, how I might have got there. Where, you know, I just started doing the same exact joke on stage because this clip goes viral and I'm just a sellout. It's interesting to say the least, but, uh, you know, I always notice like, I always wonder too if I'm, as I get older, am I going to care more about politics and stuff, which I'm not like into that. I think that's just as dumb as all the other stuff I talked about. Uh, I think there is good in it. I think there's bad in it. I want to talk about this stuff now before there's like a big political issue. And I feel like hack for being the 5,000th podcaster to try to dig into it. And I don't know if you agree, but like I'm one of those people, I see the good in both parties. I see the bad in both parties. I hate how dumb and superficial it gets where it's a popularity contest and they try to make the other people look bad like that's the side of it where I'm like it's so dumb like you're you're 
at the end of the day, I'd like to argue you're both trying to do good for the country, but then when it becomes this weird, shallow thing that divides people, I think it's very stupid, and uh, that's why I don't like talking about it because it just irks people the wrong way. It's like a dumb business, in my opinion, where you're like, what are you doing? You sell burgers, and you're now talking shit on the side about all your other bur- – I mean, I get it, though. That's every other fucking company. It's not weird when companies like talk shit about each other. Yeah, I don't know. I feel uh, sometimes I feel like I don't have an opinion on shit, although I do because I'm literally talking for a half hour on fucking the most random shit. But I uh, somebody said it really good last night, and I think it put me in a perspective where this comedian was like, "I have too much ADD to have a lot of opinions on social things." Where it, I was like, "That's me. That's literally me in a nutshell." Because there's all this like political shit going on, and I see it, but then. It annoys me because I know like it's like every other story. It's going to be gone in three days, and, and then there's going to be another one. So I almost train my brain not to pay attention to it, and I kind of just look in and find issues with anything in my 10-foot square radius around me more so what's inside of my dumb brain. Uh, but then I was like, damn, I see other people who are like really good at like picking apart shit. I mean, like, fuck, like, look at all the things that... I didn't even talk about Kanye. I mean, that's a perfect example where I'm like, I don't want to be the billionth person to try to use that dumb shit he's doing as a means of getting views. And I know I'm inadvertently doing that right now. Is inadvertently even the right word? I don't know. Sometimes I say words that sound smart and then I'm not. But uh, I mean, it's like that's what you get with like – people who are famous and they have yes men around them where they just think they can do stupid shit all the time. When you start to pull away like uh, the fear of repercussion because like, I mean, they're celebrities. They do whatever they want. You see all these public figures doing whatever they want and they start to behave a different way and do all stupid shit. I mean, that's just, I'm not, I'm shocked he's that stupid and would say stupid things. Um, but I'm also not in a way. I don't know. You don't expect people to just be blatantly fucking racial morons and say stuff like that. But a part of me too is like this guy's a fucking – his career has become clickbait. I mean he's constantly trying to just fucking do dumb things. And I mean I like him as an artist. I, I think I you know, I was a huge fan. I'm still a fan of his music. I mean but uh, it gets frustrating when people's careers, they start going down the shitter and they start doing these like publicity stunts to just like get some sort of attention towards them. Was that one? I mean, you can argue maybe yes or no, but I don't know. I feel like it's so weird when like celebrities, they take fame and uh, confuse that with like in, in uh, intelligence. I don't know if you've seen that where they think because they became famous over here now that gives them the jurisdiction to talk about X, Y, and Z over here or because they're famous at this and they're now these scholars that can like weigh in on everything. I'm like, no, you're a fucking dumbass. You just write music. Like, you're done. I I don't discredit you for having an opinion, but I hate when people hold them to this, like, level. Mainly, they're, dude, they're narcissists. I mean, that's 100% what it is. They're fucking, like, full of themselves to the point where, like, you watch these people, like, calling themselves, like, creative genius. I mean, if you call yourself a creative genius, you're a fucking psychopath because... I'm not sold on that. I really, I don't know why. I'm not sold on that. I think you're talented at what you do and you're just good at repeating it, but does that make you a creative genius? I think that's bizarre. I don't know. But like I saw Kanye on the, on the Lex Friedman podcast and 
he's like Lex Friedman, in my opinion, is just like a fucking, he's a, he's a smart dude. I don't know. I guess he's a genius. I don't know. I don't know him well enough to say that. I don't know him at all, but, um, he, uh, like Kanye's on this podcast and he's like trying to sound, in my opinion, like Kanye's this guy trying to sit there and sound intelligent and smart to a guy who's actually intelligent and smart. And you see like Lex kind of just like kind of grilling him and almost like ignoring things that he can probably calm out and say he's wrong on while acknowledging certain things to keep the conversation going. It's like, it's like when I would talk to people and I'm not comparing myself to Lex or, and them to Kanye, but it's like when you're talking to, when you know a lot about subjects and then you're talking to somebody who's like thinks they do, you're like, you feel the conversation like, Oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, this is weird. It's like when a headliner talks about, comedy to an open mic or there's such a gap I mean and I felt this before like where I would be a young comic trying to talk to like an older comic about comedy or when I was an intern in architecture trying to talk about architecture to my boss like you just see them give you this like look of like okay this is I'm gonna have to just like pick and choose what to acknowledge to keep the conversation going and that's how I felt uh I mean, is he a dumb guy? I don't think he's dumb. I mean, I'm sure he's uh, he, he knows what he's doing. But when people just become full of themselves, I think that's insane to say the least. But with that being said, I'm going to list some positive affirmations that don't sound narcissistic. Um, I'm good at editing videos. I am uh, good at talking for 37 and a half minutes. I am ha- I don't even know. Is positive affirmation saying like what I'm happy about? Can somebody help me out? I don't know. Um, let me list some insecurities. Was this funny? I don't even know if these podcasts are funny. I hope you enjoy it. I don't know if there's a niche for people who like just hearing some psychopath talk. I know you come here for humor and sometimes uh, you know you don't find that at all. Uh, but then again, I think with comedy, it's weird. Like one thing I've learned in comedy. Sorry for keep picking my nose. Like, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. I have a fucking itchy nose. God damn it. Hairs tickle the inside of my nose, and then I rub it, and someone's like, do you need a tissue? I'm like, no. I'm not picking boogers. I'm fucking tickling. I'm scratching a tickle. Is that what you do to tickles? You rub them or scratch them? I don't know. Whatever it is. I just got these little dudes just dancing. They're just like, it's like a little feather, and they're playing with the inside of my nose. That's the hardest part about comedy for me. It's not like writing down what you think is funny. It's like more times than none. Because that's when you come up with shit and it's like dumb and I don't know. But like you see people like just write about their day and make it funny. And that's what I'm trying to get good at. And that's why sometimes I'm like maybe there are parts of this that people find funny. Because there's been a million times where people like comment uh, and they find and they write something down like this made me laugh. And I generally didn't find that funny. And that's what scares me about comedy. So um, if you find a part funny, please let me know because I'd like to know what it is so I can understand why the hell things are funny and why they're not. And uh, thank you, guys. This has been an episode of the Maddie Schumer Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you found something that resonates with you. And uh, if you didn't, and this is the last time you're listening, um, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
Not kidding. Guys, welcome uh, to the Magic Chamber podcast. I'm, I just re-introed it. I'm panicking because I just said something rude and I don't know how to get out of the situation. Guys, this has been a good episode. Like, subscribe, um, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.